As we share our faith, we become more aware of what God is capable of, of what the gospel has the power to do. And I've seen that just here amongst this church. I look out at some of you who have come to faith over the last year, and I see what God has done in your life as a result of you believing the good news of Jesus Christ. And my faith has grown. My faith has expanded. Welcome to a broadcast we call Rescuing Awe, featuring the teaching of Pastor Edward Paws of the Movement Church in Oakland. Our prayer for each visit is that the content of this program will bring you closer to God and help you to stand before Him in awe and wonder and to think on His marvelous grace toward each and every one of us. And then as Pastor Edward has been talking about, share that faith with others evangelism. He's talking about how we can do that in our own unique way. I'll talk more about the church at the end of the broadcast. Here's Pastor Edward. Now, I shared, I think, the statistic in our first week, but I want to bring this back to, because obviously we're not talking about evangelizing all these other things. In this series, we're talking about evangelizing the good news, the message of Jesus Christ. But, but look at this startling statistic here. When asked if they have a personal responsibility to share their faith with others, 73% of born-again Christians said yes. 73% of people who would call Jesus Lord and say that Jesus is the only way to have a relationship with God, 73% of them said yes, it's our responsibility to share faith with others. When this conviction is put into practice, however, the numbers shift downward. Only 52% of born-again Christians say they actually did share the gospel at least once this past year to someone with different beliefs in the hope that they might accept Jesus Christ as Savior. This was done by the Barna Research Group in January of last year. 52% of, of believers actually share their faith or have shared their faith in the last year and just to make it personal if you consider yourself a follower of Christ within this last year have you shared your faith with someone of different beliefs in the hope that they might accept Jesus Christ as savior 52 percent now okay 52 percent imagine if 52 percent of our band participated in playing the music and singing. How would that go? Not so well. What if 52% of the San Francisco 49ers, Oakland Raiders, played the game? Sometimes it seems like 52% of them are playing. But uh, 52%, how effective would the team be? Not effective, thank you Spencer, all over it this morning. 52%. You think about uh, at your workplace, if 52% of the workforce participated in accomplishing the mission of that workplace, and you might say, that's the state of our workplace, Ed. That's how I feel every single day. And I'm part of that 48% that's not doing the work. No, I don't know. But what, what if that was the case? 52%, not here, I mean here, 52%. Percent And now, okay, good, great. Christian guilt, here we are, I knew it, that's what happens, you go to church. No, 
This is, just, this is just the facts, but wouldn't you agree, if only 52% are sharing our message every single year, um, you know, this, this message, I, I don't know, is it going to continue to get out there? Is it going to continue to get to the uttermost parts of the earth? Is it going to continue to penetrate the lives of people in this country if only half of us are participating in sharing our faith. And so what I believe is we're not doing this because maybe we don't have deep enough convictions of why we should be doing it. We don't have a strong understanding of, of why. And so before I talk about our last how, I want to review really quickly the two reasons why uh, we should evangelize and then give you one more. The first one, and I know for many of us it doesn't really compel us, it should, but Jesus commands it. His final marching orders to his disciples before he ascended into heaven was go into the world and preach the gospel and evangelize and share the good news. Now, I know when you hear that, it's more like Christian duty and, okay, just another thing that I have to do and, okay, so maybe that's not compelling enough for you. It should be. Well, last week we talked about not only did Jesus command it, but the world. Wouldn't you agree that the world demands some sort of good news? I mean, if you're paying attention to the news, the race relations going on in, in this country, some of the things going on in our, our national government, local governments, the city of Oakland here, around the world. Where does the hope come from? We believe that hope is in the good news of Jesus Christ. And so not only does Jesus command it, but our world demands that we evangelize. And, and you might, okay, that's the world, but how about me? But haven't you been transformed by the good news of Jesus Christ? Hasn't your life been changed? When you see some of these events, don't you have a hope that comes from something outside of yourself? Because you know that Jesus was broken so that the world could be fixed. One day this world is going to be restored completely. See, the good news isn't only about like you going to heaven. The good news is about a global restoration plan. This earth one day is going to be completely restored back to the garden state. Jesus was broken so the world could be fixed. Our world demands that we share this good news. Now, in case you're not sold on evangelizing just yet, and especially to Christians... I want to give you one last reason in this final installment of our evangelism series why I think we should evangelize, and it's this. Our faith is expanded by it. Jesus commands it, the world demands it, and something happens to us when we do it. Something happens to us, and it's so cool when, when I'm studying a, a certain passage or preparing for a series, and, and I'm learning things along the way. And so really, and, and if you've been around the movement for any length of time or first-time guest, you know, I mean, all I'm doing is just sharing with you what God is teaching me. 
And so something that I, I came across this past week in, in my studies, we've been talking a lot about Paul, the Apostle Paul, and he had these understudies, guys that he was raising up to plant churches in the, the Mediterranean rim. And one of these guys was named Philemon. Everyone say Philemon. Philemon. I don't know what his name was. Philemon, whatever, Philemon, however you'd like to fill, however you'd like to say it. But he wrote a very short letter to Phil. And look at what he, he said to Phil. This is interesting. He said, I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. See, there's something about sharing and being more aware of what's in store for us in Christ. Now, just to be uh, faithful to the text here, I want to say that, that when Paul is writing to Phil and saying, I pray that the sharing of your faith, he uses this word koinonia, which means fellowship. And so it's not just limited to evangelism, what Paul is saying here to Phil, but, but it can include evangelism as well. That as we share, we become more aware. As we share our faith, we become more aware of what God is capable of, of what the gospel has the power to do. And I've seen that just here amongst this church. I look out at some of you who have come to faith over the last year, and I see what God has done in your life as a result of you believing the good news of Jesus Christ. And my faith has grown. My faith has expanded. How many of you want your faith to grow? How many of you want your faith to expand? Well, what if one of the keys to that was actually participating and sharing the good news? You with me? Um, I think I, I said it this way in, in one of our teaching series in the past. I said, God invites us into gospel work to show us that the gospel works. See, he invites us into an evangelism, into preaching the good news because he wants us to see that the message is powerful, that the message is effective. And so before getting into the third way, I'm just gonna briefly recap the two ways we've talked about already. The first tip we gave you was come and see. Using the phrase come and see as a way of invitation. One way you can evangelize is by inviting people to the movement, inviting people to church to hear the good news proclaimed. We looked at the early followers of Jesus Christ. We looked at the Samaritan woman at the well, and what we saw was shortly after they experienced Jesus, they simply said, come and see. They didn't give an explanation, they gave an invitation. Now, last week we talked about not only come and see, but the, the thing we added next was uh, show and tell, <laughs> And show and tell is, is basically, you, 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 we don't want only people who invite. Invitation is good, but, but demonstration is also powerful too, wouldn't you agree? See, I think the Christian church, we have a hard time with demonstrating lives that have been impacted with the love of Jesus Christ. And so what happens is we might not demonstrate very well, and so when we invite, it doesn't go so well. Any of you ever experienced that before? You're inviting me into an environment of people who, who don't seem to be walking the talk. This one is so important demonstration. Why? Because you could talk to anybody, especially those outside of the church, and say, what is the first word that comes to mind when you think of Christians? 
hypocrisy, look at that. And so demonstration becomes very important. The world needs to see our love, not just hear about God's love. Amen. You're listening to a broadcast called uh, Rescuing Awe with uh, Pastor Edward Paws of the Movement Church in Oakland. They meet on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on the campus of Mills College in Oakland, and uh, additional information is on the web at themovement.us. That's themovement.us. And they're also on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Pastor Edward will continue with that third step on the next broadcast. I hope you can join us then. The uh, congregation of the church would like to say thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today and invite you to share your thoughts about the program. They'd love to hear from you. Just go to that website, themovement.us, and click on the radio show feedback button on the homepage. I'm Mike Trout. Join us tomorrow at this same time when Pastor Edward will talk once more about how you can be an evangelist.